0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get into the music. Today's show is brought to you in part by WCZR Code Zero Radio, your go-to for the best alternative and indie music. Find them at live.codezeroradio.com or download the free Code Zero Radio
1: web. And now, let's get into the music. Well, hello, everyone. This is Rob, and thanks for tuning in to Into the Music. Whether you're a regular listener or hearing Into the Music for the first time, please consider subscribing to the show. This helps keep the podcast going, and you'll be sure not to miss an episode. Subscribers will get a shout-out and a chance to make an appearance on the show. Find the link in the description. Michael Grabner returns to the show today because he's got a brand new single called Off the Path, which dropped this morning, and all I can tell you is you got to hear it. And actually, stick around because we're going to listen to it in just a bit. Michael is an incredibly talented singer-songwriter who has garnered the attention and respect of the Northeast Wisconsin music community, and there's no telling how far he'll go. So with that, I welcome Michael Grabner back to the show. How are you today, Michael? Hey, Bob, I'm doing well. That's quite an introduction. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well-deserved. I'm doing great. Thank you. Wow, you gotta be stoked. I am excited. I'm excited
2: about this one. Um, the, The goal with getting in the studio and recording one of my songs is to just kind of have it sound like I envisioned it in my head, you know, when I was writing it. And I'd say this song is the closest to that that I've gotten. So I'm very excited
1: about it. Very cool. Well, we're going to talk more about it in just a bit, but lately I've been talking with a number of your peers in the area and you definitely have gained their respect. They're thrilled with what you're doing and the direction that you're going and you know, something that I've noticed about the music scene here in Northeast Wisconsin is there really isn't a whole lot of competition. It's more everyone seems to have everyone else's back. Do you agree on that?
2: Oh, 100%. I think that's something that's really unique to this general Northeast Wisconsin music scene. And um, I've seen it from people who, you know, come to this area from elsewhere in the country. They are just blown away by the amount of, um, of artists building each other up and helping each other out as opposed to, you know, that feeling of everyone being in competition with each other. I just think it's such a cool thing. And I had you know, certain artists when I first came on the scene who they could have looked at me like competition, but instead they introduced me to the people I needed to know. They helped me get my first gigs and they've helped me grow as an artist over the years. And that's a unique and special thing. And I try to continue to cultivate like that kind of thing within the music scene here. And um, it's just really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, at the time that we're recording this, my wife and I caught you live for the first time a week ago and we just both loved it. And on your previous visit to the show, you told us of your fondness for Bob Dylan's early work, which I think came through in your performance that we saw. What would you say to those listeners who haven't experienced the brilliance of Dylan's earlier work?
2: Oh, great question. Um, I would tell them to go listen to his earlier work. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm no music historian uh, by any means, but I'm one of those Dylan-obsessed people. You know, I've listened to every bootleg, everything that he's ever put out, basically, I've heard. But in terms of, like, the idea of, like, a singer songwriter, like within the music industry. Dylan was kind of the person who set that whole idea in motion, right? Um, he came out of the folk scene in Greenwich Village in the early 60s, um, where people were mostly playing traditional music, right? Old folk songs. Mm-hmm. And He kind of changed the game by starting to write his own material. And there were some others who were starting to do that at the same time. But, you know, Dylan was the first that really blew up. And to just hear his early albums, particularly his second album, is probably my favorite, the freewheeling Bob Dylan record. I think he was about 21 at that time and just the power of some of those songs that he was writing at that time blown in the wind and hard rains gonna fall for someone so young to be writing such mind-blowing material. It's something that is very unique and it's very um it's very awesome. So yeah, I would encourage anyone to to go listen to his Early work. It's some of my very favorite music and has been for my entire adult life.
1: Well, I was talking earlier today with Brad Bordini, and we both agree that your finger style playing is so darn good. And it just flows, it isn't forced in the least. That has to have come with some diligent practice time. For those guitarists listening, looking to improve their skills, what advice would you give for upping their game?
2: I'm not a virtuoso guitar player, right? Um, like, I didn't pick up the instrument, and it just all came naturally. It, it just took a lot of work and a lot of practice. And I think that's the thing that really separates the really good players from, you know, those who might still need work. It's just the amount of time. And I'm fortunate to (laughs) have had the opportunity in my life to just have a lot of time to sit and play guitar. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's hard at first, like when I first started out, there were a lot of times where I just wanted to quit, like before my calluses were really there. And, you know, every chord shape just kills your fingers you know there was a lot of times that i set it down for a few weeks thinking like i was done it wasn't for me um but something always drew me back so yeah just keep playing that's what i would say and you know we live in an age where there's so much instruction and guidance uh, on how to play that's available for anyone 90 percent of what i learned uh, about the guitar i learned on youtube And it's something that is very awesome to be able to, you know, have all that information just at our fingertips. So, yeah, it's just about playing and playing and playing and um, using that information that's out there on the Internet.
1: Yeah, it's like I say, you just have this style that flows. It's not forced. And it's got a lot of feeling to it, and I'm sure that with what you just said, that stuff comes in time, and you develop a feel for that. But boy, I certainly enjoy listening to you play.
2: Oh, gosh. Well, that means a lot. It was so awesome to see you at the show. It it really made my night, honestly.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, well, you know what? I want to play the opening track from your last album, A Story I Can't Tell. Um, The song is called No Way Out, and your fingerstyle playing is all over it. As an intro to the song, can you give us a bit of background behind it?
2: Yeah, so that song, it kind of was my way out of some writer's block that I had been having for quite a long time, which was partly due to some personal issues, substance abuse issues that kind of are themes that, are all over that record. And yeah, honestly, I was in residential treatment in rehab and I just started coming up with that opening guitar riff and I'd been drinking for a long time and in a very dark place. And I don't write well when I'm in that kind of spot. I don't write at all, frankly. So I was in treatment. I was able to have my guitar there with me and I started coming up with that initial guitar part. And then I started writing the lyrics to that first verse. And it was exciting to me because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm writing a song. (laughs) Like It had been a long time since I had. And it just all kind of fell into place really naturally from there over a few days. So yeah, it was kind of like a pivotal moment for me where I was back in a good enough place where I could start making music again. And so this song has a fond place in my heart, for sure.
1: Excellent. Well, we're going to play it right now. Here's Michael Grabner with No Way Out.
3: no way out no way out of my mind Dark, dark black light stones inside There's no way out no way out of this place Running fast but just can't keep this pace But oh, when night gets cold I hope I find someone to hold I'll tumble and I'll roll until I stumble on my home I've been thinking I've been thinking about you. And all the rings of hell put me through. And I've been thinking, I've been thinking about it. I'm running fast, just can't catch my breath. But when Night gets cold. I hope I find someone to hold. I tumble and I'll roll until I stumble on my home. And I can't see what's become of me. I laughed when you said you're sure true. Set me free. Laughed when you said, You're sure the truth would set me free. I've been watching all the snow come in, now. burying my secrets in this town. And I've been watching. I've been watching my back. Running fast, but just can't get on track. But when the night gets cold, I hope I find someone to hold. I'll tumble and I'll roll until I stumble on my home. Home land I'll roam to tell her stumble on my home
0: Playing the best alternative rock with a focus on the Fox Valley music scene. WCZR Code Zero Radio is available on our website live.codezeroradio.com or you can download our feature-packed app that includes on-demand content from recent shows on the schedule. Give us 20 minutes a day, you'll be hooked for life. WCZR Code Zero Radio.
1: All right, Michael, now let's get to the big news and that's you have a new single that dropped this morning called Off the Path. It's a great song, i got to tell ya. you. you got to be stoked about this.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. I'm so glad that you like it. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, I've been working with Mark Goldie over at Rock Garden Studio for everything that I've put out, um, and I've been so happy with all uh, the music that we've made together. But I think we're both in agreement that this is the best thing that we've created together everything just kind of fell into place with the recording, and some of it just kind of felt like magic, which I hadn't fully experienced before in the studio. So I'm just very excited for people to hear this one.
1: Yeah, it is so good. Now, you took the stripped-down approach to recording it, you know, although not as stripped-down as the stuff that's on a story I can't tell. It's pretty much a basic band of acoustic and electric guitars bass and drums. Besides Mark being involved, who do you have on that track?
2: Yeah, so it's a small crew. Um, Besides Mark, it is uh, Rick Armstrong playing the drums. And besides him, it's Mark. He played the bass and two electric guitar parts. And then it's me on the vocals and the acoustic guitar. So a small crew on this one.
1: Yeah, it works so well. And Mark seems to be churning out some incredible recordings on a consistent basis. What's it like working with him?
2: Um, it's amazing. I feel really grateful that I made a connection with him early in my music career here in the Fox Valley. And our relationship has grown and i think we just understand each other really well and i think that we have a lot of the same taste in music um, we have the same vision for the kind of sound that i'm looking for and he works quickly and you know we kind of both go with our gut on a lot of decisions and i like to work that way so it's just amazing working with him
1: Wonderful. Yeah, Mark is a a great guy, and I'm looking forward to having him back on the show here sometime soon. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Like I said to Brad Bordini earlier today, there are some musicians like, you know, Rick Armstrong and Mark that seem to have that thing when they come together at Rock Garden to record it's evident on Kirk Gunn's stuff, you know, on Brad's new tracks that I've been fortunate enough to hear and here it is on yours. What are your thoughts on being able to record your own compositions with top shelf talent like that?
2: It's a really amazing thing. <laughs> you know. It just that here in the Fox Valley, you know, we're not in a major hub necessarily of music in the united states but we have this really special scene here and we have some incredible uh incredibly talented people who are creating music and to just be able to walk into an amazing studio like rock garden and work with brilliant people on my own songs that's not something that should be taken for granted that we have that here And yeah, you know, I, I think Kurt's records is a prime example of just how much magic happens at that studio. And I also had the privilege to hear a few of Brad's tracks from his upcoming album. And uh, yeah, that magic is happening there too, for sure. So it's just a really amazing thing.
1: Yeah, it is. Now I want to focus on the new song here called "Off the Path." And this is a heck of a song. It's something that I think you really kind of expanded your palette with. The tone of it is more on the darker and heavier side, both musically and lyrically. And let's talk about that. What's the song about and what influenced you to go into that direction?
2: You know, first of all, it's this was very laborious to make this. The composition of it, at least the writing of this song. I probably spent a good six months between coming up with that opening riff and really feeling like the song was finished and performance ready, which that's unusual for me in my process. I, I like to write quickly.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, so, yeah, it took a while, but it started in, I'd say, the winter of 2021. And kind of in a similar place as where I was with writing No Way Out, which we talked about earlier, I was just kind of coming out of a really dark period in my life. And I was getting sober again. And I was starting to try to make some healthy choices in my life. And, you know, I sat down and I was living in a sober living uh, house at the time when I started writing this. So all of my 11 housemates got to hear (laughs) (laughs) the gradual process of me writing this too. But I mean, basically the song is about, it was kind of a reflection on the decisions that I had made leading up to a relapse where I started drinking again and started going down a really bad path and off the path that I had been on for a while that was healthy and that was leading to me having a really great life I started making some unhealthy decisions and I knew they were unhealthy decisions but they felt like I needed to make them at the time and those decisions just kind of piled up one after another and I got into a darker and darker place and that eventually led me to drink. And it's about going the feeling of going off that path that I knew I should be on and doing it anyway. So that's, it's, it's kind of heavy, right? And I think that, you know, Mark and I both were in agreement that, you know, with the heaviness of the themes and the lyrics it made sense for it to have like a darker, heavier feel for a recording. So, yeah, I think that the production really matches the lyrical content really well with that track. And I'm super happy about that.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I liked about the track and I think really helped drive what you just said home is that it's very stark. I mean, you have the electric, the acoustic the bass and drums. You know, it's pretty stripped down and for this kind of song, it really works well.
2: Well, I'm so glad you think so. I I agree. Um, you know, we had thought about adding some more elements into it, some keys and certain things, but, you know, we listened to it where it was at, which is basically what you're hearing on the final product, and we thought, you know what? I don't think that needs anything else. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's a heck of a tune, and it's time to give it a listen. So, folks, get ready for an incredible track. Here's Michael Grabner with Off the Path.
3: just can't let go i'm holding on please. the way i've always been will want somebody please give my Looked up this evening Into the abyss I'm dreaming No one to hold me Swear it's never been this lonely Am I much closer To the man I thought I showed her I'm doubting I could be Wish somebody would have told me I'm holding on May I've always been? Won't somebody please give me?
1: Just wow, that was brilliant. I think this is fast becoming one of my favorite songs of yours.
2: Oh my gosh. It seriously means the world. <laughs> I, I can't thank you enough.
1: Yeah. Thank you. This is this is this is a really great track, you know. Um kudos to you on on its production. Done well. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Um, and yeah, like a, a lot of credit goes to to Rick and Mark for just bringing, bringing it to life. It was a fun, fun song to make. Yeah, I'm just so grateful it turned out the way it did.
1: Yeah. Well, I got to say, 2023 has been a banner year for you. Between now and the end of the year, are you going to be releasing any other recordings or what do you have going on? I am, so
2: I have for sure one more single will be coming out before the end of the year, possibly two, it's it's possible that I get one out in November and one out in December, but timing this stuff out is all a little bit tricky, but you know, I have a set of about 14 songs that I intend to release as singles within like six to eight weeks after the last one and then at the end of it i'll compile them all together onto an album but doing the math that's going to take a while before we get to that point but um i'm going to consistently have music coming out throughout the end of 2023 and into 2024 which i'm really excited about
1: yeah super i'm uh, i'm looking forward to all the new tracks that you're going to be uh, working on and releasing well it's about time to wrap up this episode michael but Tell us where folks can hear and buy not just off the path, but all of your recordings.
2: Sure. So all my recordings can be found on all the major streaming services, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, all those good places. If you want to listen on Spotify, that really helps me out for people to listen to my stuff there. Um, Give me a heart and a follow that really helps me out. Otherwise, yeah, you can find out a lot more on my website, which is uh, michaelgrabnermusic.com. And I'm active on all the major social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. So lots of avenues to find me.
1: All right. And your live schedule is available in all these places as well?
2: Yep. So the best place to see where I am playing live would be um, on my website, michaelgrabnermusic.com. I I keep an updated list of my shows there. That's where I would tell people to head for that. All right.
1: All right. And one one show of yours that I want to draw attention to, people come out and see this show because I think it's really going to be a great one, is you and Brad Bordini are teaming up for an upcoming show.
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I think Brad and I are playing um, a show together at La Tavern in the Pier in November. Yeah, me and Brad have played shows together in the past, and we just have fun because we'll just kind of swap songs. He'll play two or three of his, and I'll play lead guitar on his stuff, and then vice versa. I'll play two or three of my songs, and he'll play lead. So it's just a fun way to play a show, and... I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm the, I'm blanking on the exact date of, of that show, but it's in November, and you can find that on my website.
1: Excellent. Okay. Well, Michael, thank you for giving into the music the opportunity to share your new song and your continuing story with listeners, and I'm looking forward to catching another one of your gigs soon. I really enjoyed it, and boy if folks if you can get out to catch Michael live do it you will be greatly rewarded so michael continued success and all the best to you my friend
2: thank you so much rob and and thank you for having me back it just means the world this is an awesome podcast and um i just i so appreciate you having me back on so thank you very much
1: You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, let's look forward to talking again when your next single drops. I look forward to it. Excellent. Well, folks, my guest today has been singer-songwriter Michael Grabner. This new song, Off the Path, is so good. So please take the time to stream it or buy it to support him. If you're in the Northeast Wisconsin area, check out his schedule, because I guarantee you, you're going to be treated to a great show. Join me next time when Los Angeles-based drummer Brian Myers will be my guest. We'll be talking about being a working musician in one of the world's biggest music markets. So long for now, and we'll see you next time we get into the music.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Into the Music. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and odyssey.com. Drop us a line on our socials or email us at intothemusic at newprojectx.com. To support Into the Music, go to buymeacoffee.com slash intothemusic. Your support keeps the show going and is always greatly appreciated. This show is copyright 2023 Project X Productions. Join us next time we get into the music. God bless and take care, everybody.